Hey listeners, you're tuning in to a podcast about kids in the hall that easily veers off into mature subject matter and includes a whole heck of a lot of swearing. Enjoy the show, eh? Welcome to the Trevor Record Show, a spin-off of the Kith and Tell podcast. Today I'm joined by guests Kalina McCordoff in London, England. Hello, how's it going, guys? What's going uh, on? Uh, Hans <laughs> Seidemann in Prince Rupert, Canada. Hey Trevor, what's the hot uh, gossip? Uh, okay, okay. Oh God, some guys. <laughs> and Stu Derricotic in Vancouver, Canada. I really don't appreciate being talked down to. I came on here to have a good time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, so today we'll be reviewing episode <laughs> 10 of season 2, which aired on December 11th, 1990. Let's kick things off with our sketch rundown. In this episode we have Guess Your Weight, where Dave is able to tell everything about Kevin's horrible character deficiencies, except for what his weight is. Uh, straight to the Guilt, where Bruce and Mark go on a date, oh, but decide so to skip good. dinner and go straight to the movie, but then skip the movie and go straight to coffee. And skip the coffee and go straight to the romance. And skip the romance and go straight to the guilt. A message to math teachers, where Bruce and Scott let their math teachers know that they are sorry for not caring about math and for always being high. But touch us <laughs> An unconventional vampire. Uh, Wesley the gay vampire returns and stands up to bullies uh, who are bullying a gay person. And even though he's not gay, it's totally okay to be. Um, <laughs> oh. Paranoid office worker in which someone owns out sabotage Kevin at the office. A, a normal day of, in Kevin's mind. Yeah. <laughs> a spinoff of Kids in the Hall. Uh, Scott Thompson has his own show. He gives himself a hickey with a tube in the crowd section. <laughs> he climbs Mount Thompson, uh, Scott Thompson with himself. He's waited on by handsome men. He ponders what an alternative version of himself would be like. Exactly the same. And then that blowhard Dave shows, <laughs> shows up and is pushed off the stage. Uh, amnesiac restaurant customer. Dave plays yet another old man at a restaurant, and this time he keeps being confused about who he is. Domestic whores. Uh, Scott and Bruce are domestic workers out on the street looking for work. Uh, cheesecake, where the Kathy yeah. and their co-workers have a gal's get-together and talk about food. And finally, eating in the shower, which is just at the end of the show, Kevin eats a drumstick. <laughs> Thick and French fries with malt vinegar. Um, that and that's it. That's yeah. Just eating <laughs> in, the in a shower. shower. Yeah. Uh, so I'd like to start us off with "Kids Say the Darndest Thing," where we make nerds of ourselves by repeating the things from this episode that made us laugh. Um, Stu, do you want to start us off? Uh, I remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to cheap out on this one, especially because it's going to be controversial. And my favorite line is not a line, but a moment from Eating in the Shower, where Kevin, like, has this container of milk, and it just runs down his face <laughs> and chest hair as he kind of, like, stares into the middle distance. And it just, I fucking broke me. Because it's over the credits, too. I wasn't expecting there to be a scene there. And it, it's just, oh. You guys know that my hangover cure is milk, and I, it was like looking Whoa. at a disgusting really? mirror. I feel about this. I wake up and I chug milk. I don't know. It just works for me. It's I'm a fucking really, monster. I don't know. I don't know. All that lactic acid. I feel like it makes things worse, not better. No, I, I need my I need my protein moo moo juice to absolve <laughs> me. 
Hmm. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this is why we sometimes have to reschedule the show is because <laughs> you have to write off entire days because not only do you spend all night partying, but then the next day you just drink a liter of milk and feel even worse. You know what? I drank milk this morning and I am fresh as a daisy. You are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Kalina, um, what, what is your favorite line from this episode? So there's actually a really short one from the cheesecake sketch where the women are interjecting with their own favorite sweets while uh, eating the aforementioned cheesecake. Um, Dave says, you know what my favorite dessert is? Key lime pie. And everyone just like readily agrees. And then Kevin jumps in and just says casually, Mountain Dew and turtles. Oh. <laughs> which, which sounds disgusting, but it's such a safe space, you know, and everyone just takes it in stride. It just gave me a bit of a tickle. Mm. Turtles are such an old-timey treat, too. Just I like, know. <laughs> oh, my Walmuts dad loves turtles. <laughs> turtles are legit. Are they still around? I'm in they're chocolate. Bad. It's just, you know, like, it's like a nut covered in some caramel. You know what? I will say this. I prefer a box of turtles to those boxes of just, like, assorted chocolates where it's like a grab bag. Of oh, yeah. You never know what you're going to get, and half of them are just like, oh, this is just like a lump of chocolate. You know what I mean? Mm. Look, Grandma, I'm not saying what kind of chocolates you can <laughs> <laughs> Calling you for it. What were your favorite uh, lines from this episode? Uh, well, my I think my favorite line from the episode is Mark's from the Straight to the Guilt scene. And what I love about it is it's not even really a funny line, but Mark's delivery just makes me howl laughing every time I hear it. And the line is um, right after Bruce suggests their itinerary for the evening, which includes getting a drink, going to a movie, getting dinner, and then maybe, I don't know, coming back here. And Mark, in his best coquettish girl voice, says, sure, for coffee, we'll come back for coffee. And just twirls her <laughs> hair and trails off. It was just so perfect. Uh, ah, I love it. That was a good one. I generally like the patter uh, for my own uh, in between Dave and uh, Kevin in the Guess Your Weight, where it's sort of like, mm. well, you're a man with no moral character. <laughs> Definitely who, someone who would leave someone to die. So that, that one was great for me as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I also liked the Scott Thompson stuff, too, though, in the Scott Thompson show, where he's like... Uh, Hmm, interesting, interesting. Look at this. Oh, there's a hickey. I'll let you in a little secret. I gave it to myself with this. And it's like a piece of rubber tube is produced, and it's just like the <laughs> arts and crafts section. That's amazing. I like that it was such a small good. and intense hickey, too. Like, oh, yeah. it just looked like a piece of pipe. <laughs> <It was fantastic>. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to move uh, on, uh, though, based on your uh, really liking the cheesecake sketch, to a segment that we call does this hold up kith female characters edition because i almost kind of uh interpreted um that uh whole like female eating sketch as being like a little bit like the parts you didn't maybe care so much for, for in the liposuction song part interesting um, and this entire sketch just really focuses on like food and body issues and they kind of often do that when they play women characters um I'm just, Kalina, is it okay for a bunch of men to focus so much of their comedy about women on women's anxiety about food? 
I'm going to let you guys weigh in first, and I'll come in at the end. Uh, <laughs> yes, Arbiter Kalina will come in with the big scepter of justice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do like the idea of Kalina just letting us boys blather on and then be like, okay, so here's the actual response. Yeah. And fuck so all just smack you down. Yeah. As a person who actually is invested in this conversation. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, uh, let me start off then, and I'll just say... Okay that um, I feel like there's some percentage of the time where they do these kinds of sketches and the target of the joke is more on the culture and the unfair expectations placed on women rather than on the women themselves. Uh, but then from time to time, they do have a sketch like this or um, like the, ske- the secretary rolling over a sketch, if you guys remember that one, where the butt of the joke definitely seems to be the women who are stuck living in these shitty systems. And mm. I always want to give the kids the benefit of the doubt that they are progressive champions. But as these seasons roll along, I feel like that balance is shifting a little bit. And I'm starting to think that they're maybe more just young dudes who make jokes and sometimes they hit the right target. But it's more of a it's more of a throwing darts at the wall than it is like, you know, laser focused sniper rifle on the correct targets. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also we've come like a very long way in terms of True. conversations and portrayals, and like eh, it would have been a bit more groundbreaking at the time. For me, it's just kind of a meh. Like the characters are all completely one-dimensional, but the sketch itself isn't that far a cry from the kind of reductionist nonsense we see with, say, like the businessman scenes. Yeah, that the AT and love. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just unfortunate that in this case, the scene applies to half the world's population, and they are all <laughs> entirely one-dimensional. So I think that's the bit that seems the most dated it's like the send-up isn't focused on any particular subsection of women or groups or beliefs it's just women capital w so i think that's kind of a shame because they've written more interesting well-rounded female characters in the past and we've talked about that and we really admired that we know they can do it they just didn't hear it's it's a sketch about girls like pie and that's bad because then you get fat (laughs) (laughs) so like i don't think it's completely unacceptable but it's just like it's not winning any awards you know Mm -hmm. Kalina, can you weigh in on this? Oh my god, I really liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I can like I can understand how it can be seen as one-dimensional, and some people could be pissed off about it portraying women as obsessed with their waistline and being flippant about the Berlin Wall coming down while bemoaning that no one's covering the collapse of the Fat Wall, people. (laughs) Um, Like I, I don't know. I feel like this is the kind of thing that like tweaked slightly for like wardrobe and like a few lines could totally be seen like a Baroness Vaughn sketch show like Mm. episode now but I actually quite chuckled when Kathy just says oh if I eat anymore I'm gonna have to puke and then Bruce responding I know I hate myself (laughs) and I know that like I take it just like as a funny reflection of all these stupid expectations people have of women to be perfect like slim composed in public and really like all we want to do is just loosen that top button and pick out on (laughs) cheesecake swimming in Baileys like it's just it's one of those things that I think uh you know men obviously can do behind closed doors or or in front of them Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the street but it's (laughs) also just like this slow descent into chaos where they just want to like start looking at the cheesecake a little bit and then they just turn into absolute monsters (laughs) so I mean like I don't know how cognizant the kids were of this take but like I definitely don't punish them for it because it worked for me Kalina, one of the things that's my favorite about that is I've always been friends with women growing up and and even now, and just, like, I've never been under the illusion that women are, like, this mystical being that are 
more composed and like graceful because I've seen how fucking disgusting you guys are. It is <laughs> you know what's funny? Those two. Incredible. Like, what's up? Well, I, just on that point, a, a friend of mine recently like opened my eyes because somehow I had managed to get through life without noticing some of these things, and this one was pointed out to me, which is that. Um, some female friends of mine were saying like, yeah, well, haven't you ever noticed that like women never go back for seconds, like at like any kind of like meal or restaurant or anything like that? I was like, no. And they're like, yeah, that's why, that's why there's the trope of like the, the, the girlfriend eating off of her boyfriend's plate is because there's like this stigma against going back for more food yourself because like you'll look like a like a porky pigger right but like it's okay if you eat off your and that and that like the whole trope of like oh my girlfriend's always stealing my food is entirely a trope because women don't feel comfortable just going and getting the food that they want for themselves which i was like i somehow made it through 30 plus years of my life without ever knowing that <laughs> that was a ever, thing ever realizing yeah. that you ate all the leftovers forever <laughs> yeah i mean I, I i do for sure eat all the leftovers. this is probably why i was such a pudgy kid because that did not apply to me yeah <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. You're all a bunch of raccoons. It's fantastic. Yeah. I think it's also you. because you are expected to be, not expected, but like women are often having to perform more in public that when you oh, are yeah. able to cut loose, you guys cut loose fucking. <laughs> that is true. I oh, will eat a whole cheesecake. Oh, I, guys, I have a friend brought over cheesecake for our Drag Race viewing party last night, and I have breakfast cheesecake leftovers for this morning. Oh, it's cool. I am yes. so envious. I'm so happy. That would go great if I washed it down with some moo juice. Uh, I think I'm gonna uh, move things along to our next segment, which is uh, who gets best kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm I myself am going to give it to Scott because, as I mentioned, I uh, really kind of liked his uh, will- willingness to self satirize. Uh, but Stu, who was your favorite kid this episode? Honestly, probably Kevin for me for the dumbest possible reason. <laughs> I I really liked his delivery as the paranoid office worker. Um, mm. It felt very self-effacing given what we know about mm. Kevin and his mental process. And it, like, yeah, he's he's playing a Kevin character. Like it's very stock, but it works so well for him. Mm. Um, and again, what really tips it over is the weird Kevin eating in the shower post show sketch. <laughs> it's just uh, it was, I think it's one of the first times we see a gag instead of the usual theme song. And, uh, oh, it was him dead-eyed housing a chicken leg in the shower. <laughs> I feel like you're also channeling this because this is exactly what you think is going to cure your hangover right now. <laughs> oh, man, no, I, I, I think it's just He like, says he's as I, fresh as a daisy, so. Fresh oh, as yeah. a daisy. He's fresh oh, as a daisy. Daisy is the name of a 50-year-old sex worker who's been <laughs> battle-hardened by two decades on the street. I, uh, I have this running joke that I like to do being like, um, I have this diet where you can eat whatever you want and you will guarantee to lose weight. The only caveat is whatever you eat has to be done while staring in the mirror while Moonlight Sonata plays. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I just, I, I, I feel like Kevin is, is really in that channel mm. and in the skit. Uh, Kalina, what was your favorite? So for me, it's between Mark and Scott. Um, loved Mark in Straight to the Guilt um, because I was totally getting that like sort of anxiety-laden date vibe. <laughs> and um, while I would never watch the Scott Thompson variety show on its own, I did like the intro with the dancing silhouettes and the Robin Hood get up. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I just feel like we, I mean, I, I know he can be, like he, do, he does like the camp um, uh, character, like Buddy very well, like, you know, he, he really uses his body when he's, like, a very sort of, like, straight, like, uber-hetero man. But, like, I'm just starting to get a really better appreciation for his physical humor, I think. Um, but, yeah, I think what clinched it for me was Scott's Cheesecake Lady rendition. 
especially his little anecdote about how time stood still when he had peanut butter pie at a little place downtown a day he remembers like it was just yesterday and he even like recalls the server's BO oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the delivery was just perfect so this time this time I'm gonna give best kid to Scott mm-hmm. Hans I, I would go ahead and give it to Mark this week uh, because his coy woman in the Straight to the Guilt sketch cracked me up and his return to the gay vampire to Ooh, save Dave really? from the thugs I, I also thought was really well delivered. Um, I didn't really yeah, enjoy no, that one. There was no yeah. killer like, do you mind if I swoop? No, I know, but it was... <laughs> he had a couple of good lines in that sketch it, and it's really all like in the delivery and stuff. Like He had that one line, So what if he is a homosexual? <laughs> it is very well enunciated. Yeah, like, uh, like I don't know. I, I got a kick out of it. And even his office lady unbuttoning her skirt it was my favorite part of what I consider to be an otherwise kind of low point. I'm pretty sketch. sure that was Scott. Mm, I don't know. Now, Hans, I'm seeing, looking at the notes, do you, you consider the, the, the gay vampire to be the best sketch of this episode? Wait, wait, wait. Are we moving on to stand-up I'm, sketch? I'm bleeding the two into each other today. Oh, okay. I want to discuss this. I did not think it was that great. But well, okay. Apparently... If, if we're going to talk about our stand-up sketches, then yes, mm-hmm. I do think I have to give it to the unconventional vampire. Interesting. Um, because I just love the idea of the character, and this sketch felt like it had a positive message insofar as they go. Considering that it was in, like, 91, I feel like it's pretty ahead of its time for being will- like for being willing to deal with gay bashing as even a concept and then not only that but to address it head out head on albeit in a comedy show kind of way um mm-hmm. so i will give it four intolerant street toughs out of five <laughs> you know we're dealing with a kind of weaker episode when it's like i didn't think it was that funny but it had a good message yeah no, i mean i also i also <laughs> we thought it was funny but... like i loved yeah. when i loved it towards the end where where mark says all right gather round thugs <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and he's just gonna deliver the pot. I don't know. I, I got a kick out of it. Mm-hmm. It's just, but it's just not a funny sketch. Like yeah, it's, it's just like it's it's a good PSA. But like aside from that, like there's no reason it should be. It's so what it's if a it is sketch show. I think it's be, I think it's because it's super theatrical and that yeah. appeals yeah, to Hans particularly. I just like that character. I think he's a very funny character. To no place, yeah. man. Swoop if you want. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm jumping Clean in, and I'm yeah. I'm. I don't know. I, I'm hesitant because of the good message to give it worse sketch so i'm gonna just ignore that for a second and i'm, I'm actually gonna say that my i like it's, it was short and sweet but i really like message to math teachers and i'm sh- <laughs> like most of us come from small towns and i was really shit at math and i'm not saying necessarily that i was a stoner on this public podcast mm-hmm. but you know you're just like sorry for not caring and always being high you know <laughs> Stu, what was your favorite uh, I'm with you guys. I think this was a little bit of a weak showing this week. Um, guess my weight. Guess your weight is probably my favorite, just in terms of overall quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I that had one, to make. Sorry. That one was my favorite as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I have to do a separate pick for variety, the Scott mm-hmm. Thompson show, the spinoff, is also yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. The like, the kind of self-deprecating laugh at the actor's real life personality. That. Um, <laughs> 
Kevin tries to do with Daddy Drink or Paranoid Office Worker, but it works a little better for Scott because Scott plays it more as like a megalomaniac, larger than life character. And it's totally, like totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like it translated pretty well, and it connects with the audience. And so like that's good. Oh, and uh, I don't know if you guys got this, but when he's climbing Scott Thompson, it had such a strong Terry Gilliam vibe to me. Like <laughs> yeah, like yes. the uh, the Crimson Assurance, the Crimson <laughs> Mutual Assurance. Like it just had that weird camera angle. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> They're British. Get it together. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Kalina, Oops. are you even allowed in the country right now? I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, Look, I just passed my life in the UK test. Somehow that wasn't on it. No, this was the test. They, they try to do it when you're not prepared. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, you're going home. Okay, there's one other question I have, which is that in the eating in the shower sketch uh, that like exits the show, do you guys think that was Kevin kind of poking fun at his past glutton self and like do you think Kevin actually at any point in his life ever ate food in the shower okay first are you guys of telling, all are you guys saying are, that you don't eat yeah plenty shower? of good people eat food in the shower uh-huh. I'd like to say that there are Sometimes many intentional communities there are, centered there are on eating in us. the shower group group shower meals yeah, yeah. everyone passes around the bucket of chicken <laughs> Oh, they have oh. Uh, they have oh what's that awful thing that they always bring to American potlucks uh, ambrosia ambrosia, had ambrosia oh, yeah. what is, oh is that it's like just, the marshmallow yeah, yeah, yeah. marshmallow so it's just jello, a bunch of yeah. naked nudists Fruit. eating ambrosia salad in the shower together who yeah. says they're hands. nudists maybe they're, they're in never the shower <laughs> never nudes never imagine imagine eating is never nude, a yes. bucket of chicken in a sauna with a bunch of people that I is, do that oh that sounds nasty that's horrifying no that sounds great the smell. Yeah, you don't <laughs> love fried chicken smell. <laughs> I would just feel like I'm marinating in my own. Food. Hans, you're you're a dog boy. <laughs> I, I want I want to get out of the sauna and lick my skin and taste chicken. That's Ew, cut it, <laughs> cut it. All right, well that's it for our episode ten, season two review. Join us next week for episode eleven, which will be hosted by none other than Stu. In the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at Kith and Tell Pod or on Facebook at Kith and Tell. We end on your favorite sketch and enjoy some delightful gifts. You can also email us at contact at kithintel.ca. Thanks for listening to Kith and Tell. Bye. 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 Bye.